0: Seven forty-two eighteen before 8 Arthur Hardy joins us now, editor of the publisher, editor and publisher, rather, of the Mardi Gras Guide. How you doing, Arthur?
1: Couldn't be more better, as we say, in New Orleans, Tommy.
0: Yeah, it could be a little bit better with the weather. Maybe we'll have to see. Tell me what's on tap for tonight.
1: Well, first, this quick report from last night's Druid's Parade. Yeah, I oh, yeah, what are we talking said, about? I forgot well, about that. Said the crowd, yeah, I said the crowds were really, really large, friendly, uh, uh, incredible abundance of police. My, my buddy said there were cops everywhere and, and many from out of parish. Uh, so that that issue seems like it's been put to bed and I'm so glad um, his wife told me she saw Nicks and it was a really nice parade, much smaller than it used to be, but very solid and it was a great double header and of course they had good weather. We're worried about tonight uh, triple header. you probably have a later forecast than I do, but I'm told that Muses is the most likely one to have some you know, a lot of rain and, and let, let's hope not. but triple header, and these parades, you know, I've been getting complaints about the media, I guess all of us included, when we say these parades follow each other. And many times they do, but that doesn't mean they start at the same place. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Music Tonight starts on Jefferson and, and Magazine, while well, the other parades start on, on Napoleon uh, Magazine or, or near, near that area. Um, so if, if you're on St. Charles Avenue, yeah, they follow each other. But if you're on a magazine in Jefferson, you only see one parade. But anyway, it kicks off with Babylon tonight.
0: Well, I guess that's why you uh, need a Mardi Gras guide then, isn't
1: it? Well, yeah, as you know, we came out in December. That's and true. And the, the new routes came out about a week ago. But That's right. Uh, anyhow, it's, you know, we've corrected it on the website. And I think everybody knows what's happening now. But Triple Header Babylon uh, starts off with 330 members, 15 floats. It's a beautiful old style parade from the 1930s. And then a parade. Was well, wait, wait, wait! Th- slow down a little bit. Out. What does
0: that mean, Arthur? Yeah. An old style parade, like from the 1930s? Well,
1: you know, the, the everybody, uh, everything's secret basically until the night of the parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll never see one of any of these men take their masks off. Uh, the your captain is secret. You know, it just has a, a look of parades from the. Well, they're from the 30s, so it, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't? It? Like the. the, the
0: old-time yeah. crew would be accurate, Arthur?
1: Yeah, yeah I think so. I think so, okay. traditional crew. Uh, you know, unlike an, an Endymion, which is a, a really uh, explosive, new extravaganza-oriented crew, uh, bigger is better, spectacular lighting, all that kind of stuff. These crews are small by design, and, and they're neat. You know, they each bring something different to the table. So so Babylon kicks it off, and uh, they they start right at magazine where they line up, and Napoleon, Then right behind them, coming out of their den, is chaos, and this is a parade whose roots are even uh, older. They have the old Momus floats from the 1880s. And if you uh, buy a New Orleans Times-Picking Union or an advocate, advocate this morning, you'll see the carnival bulletin in there where they explain each float. And, Tom, some of these are hilarious, heavy satire. The mayor, the mayor takes it in the chin uh, on <laughs> quite a few floats, and you can see each description uh, and, and a, a narrative of what each float means in, in the paper this morning. And it's—I um, think a lot of people are going to be talking about this parade tomorrow, and then Muses, uh, the, the biggest and newest parade of the night—and uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful parade. Of course, the—you know—we all want the Muses high heel decorated shoe, but they've got a ton of, of throws, including a lot of environmentally friendly throws. And Irma Thomas, is their grand marshal, she'll be riding in the shoe. So it's—you know—it's a great triple header. The only concern, of course, is rain.
0: When it comes to the old line crews like Babylon, how, how selective are they when it comes to being a member? Are you invited to be uh, a member of the crew of Babylon? And, and what crews would fall under that category?
1: Oh, uh, the older the crew, the more uh, likely it is that membership is limited. But in many cases, uh, it's limited by how many floats they have and how many positions they have. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have a waiting list of 100 guys who want to be in, but there are no positions on the floats, and they're not going to add floats. So the exclusivity is sometimes caused more by um, quantity than—I well, don't want to say quality—but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're not good enough to join. It's hey, pal, we don't have a spot for you on the float, you know.
0: So how does that correspond with New Orleans society? I guess is what I'm saying. If you know coming out parties and those kind of things, which is completely mm-hmm. foreign to me, Arthur, because yeah, you know I'm a well, West Banker and, and we came out to cut the grass and those kind. of <laughs> and those kind of things, maybe wash the car. We didn't have coming out parties. I just always wondered about that. When we see the crews on the streets, which ones are really like the, if you want to call it, creme de la creme of New Orleans society and all that stuff? Do you start with yes. Rex and work back?
1: Uh, well, there are many crews that do not stage parades that have balls that are part of that society. See, the, the easiest way to know is to read the society section of the paper mm-hmm. and. Uh, your picture won't be in it, neither no. will mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And that's okay. Listen, that's okay. There's something for everybody, you know. That's the, the you know, we hear about diversity and inclusion. There's nothing more inclusive than Margarita. There's something for everybody, but not everybody can do everything. That's kind of like the the world works, you know.
0: How do you know my picture won't be in there?
1: Uh, hmm. Well, we did a background check. I'm okay, on
0: well, part. that'll explain it, I guess. yeah um, <laughs> If, for whatever reason, the rain does get in the way of any of these parades tonight, there is no rescheduled date or anything, right?
1: Well, we, we don't know. You know, the last time this happened in 2020, high winds uh, postponed the three parades tonight. And Chaos actually rolled on Sunday without any bands after Toast And Babylon and Muses rolled tomorrow without bands before Hermes. So there is a model for this, and I'm not predicting any of that. There's no saying the crews would want to do it or the police would let them do it, but it has happened before.
0: I was asking the uh, gentleman with the National Weather Service, Service Mike Efferson, and he didn't want to get into this business at all because it was way above his pay grade. But I guess the Department of Homeland Security, I'm wondering about the process here, Arthur. They check with the National Weather Service. And yep, yep. do you know what the guidelines are? Is it if there's going to be well, any lightning? Is it about the winds?
1: Yeah. All, all I can tell you for sure is they, they make the final call. Uh, I think the wind threshold has to be above 35 miles an hour. I'm not positive on that. Mm-hmm. Lightning is a, is a new feature you know, we used to play high school football games with oh, yeah, now, yep. one bolt and you're 30 minutes of time out, you know. So we're a lot more cautious now, and especially people up on a float, you know, you have to be. Um, but nobody wants to cancel a parade, but, but you have to be concerned with, with rider safety and the general public safety, you know. If we have a parade, people are going to come. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to protect people themselves, you know.
0: And the police officers that are out there as well.
1: Oh, of course. That goes without saying, sure, sure. So we shall see. I don't think anybody would make a call to postpone until late afternoon uh, early evening at at the earliest, I think.
0: Let me take a quick break. We'll come back, pick it up here with Arthur Hardy. If you all have any questions or comments, 504-260-1870. Somebody texted in, Arthur, and and, uh, what's more fun than dancing and singing in the rain, dancing and singing in the rain during a Mardi Gras parade? I remember the best time I ever had in my life was at a Poseidon parade when I was a kid when it was raining. So I guess there is something to be said for that, huh? So long as it's safe. Let's take a break. We come back more with Arthur Hardy, 504-260-1870. If you have any questions or comments right now, it's time for Traffic on WWL. 7.55 and a half, talking to Arthur Hardy, editor and publisher of the Mardi Gras Guide. Arthur, I don't have the newspaper this morning, but you said um, the Muses float some people would be talking about tomorrow because the mayor takes it on the chin. Do you have any examples? Well, uh, I'm trying to find it, and I can't. Yeah,
1: talking about chaos. but the, uh, Chaos, what Muses I say? Yeah, but, uh, Muses, but Muses also has a carnival bulletin there, and they have a couple of kind of semi-political floats too, so I don't have it in front of me. But uh, believe me, it's worth it's worth buying the paper to see these, and more importantly, to come out and see the dawn parade. It's really going to be good.
0: Is it? Does it seem to me that Monty is getting back to more of the satirical part? Like it seemed like it used to be just a lot of crew d'etat and then other crews started doing it. Or is that just my imagination?
1: No, no, you're right. You're right. More crews are doing it now. Uh, Tux does some things too, and. Uh, crew detat has got quite a parade uh, tomorrow night, and there'll be a carnival bulletin in the paper tomorrow about that, too. And, you know, the neat things about these, the floats go by so fast, sometimes you miss the humor. But if you can know what to look for and, and you, you know, can read about it, oh, I get it. You know, there's some, some things that are kind of inside baseball on some of these. But just a whole lot, you know, and listen, all of this isn't fun. I mean, it, it's supposed to be fun. Um, there's always a, some bit of truth in satire, but we have to laugh at ourselves, you know, and, and we do that better than any community, I think.
0: Well, and that's that's what Monty was supposed to be about initially, right? I mean, some Correct. satire, right? Yeah. Um, yep. Somebody wants to know about the term deep graw. I don't know what that means. Is, is somebody pulling my leg here or what? What is that?
1: You know, I've I've been hearing that too, and I I think it it means this coming weekend when we're deeper into the season, you know, deep fat. I don't know, but it's a new term, and I've seen it, but no one's exactly explained it to me. But I think that's what it means.
0: I'ma tell you what, sound like one of them yuppie things to me. Sound like one of them. <laughs> One of them younger newcomers come in, one of your millennial generations yeah, here trying they to create a use, new term. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, and they probably use the in, internet with the www. Yes, that internet.
0: And I'm going to tell you something else they're probably doing, probably trying to add another color to Mardi Gras and make it purple,
1: gold, oh, no, green. Oh, no, that's no. But we draw the line yeah, there, buddy. <laughs>
0: you doggone right. We draw the line there. Somebody wants to know about different throws for the cruise tonight. Is there any new ground being broken on throws?
1: Nah, well, again, environmentally – Friendly throws from, from muses. What does that it, mean? Uh, to, need to, well, things that can be uh, consumed, like food products. Oh, okay. Or that the, the they're biodegradable. They're not going to – it's not plastic. That's well, if if, it's, thing, if it's, you know. it's
0: raining and it hits the ground, it might disappear. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, d- d- disintegrating throws. Yeah. Like, now, that'd be, be it, something. Couldn't. It'd be hard to yeah. have
0: one to prove that you got it, but have them disappear as you're throwing them.
1: Yep. Try to get a shooter night. Try to get chaos throws up, like playing cards with each of the floats described on it. Those are fun. Uh, Babylon has some jester hats. You know, again, there's, there's variety, something for everybody.
0: Has anybody done rings? Because I'm looking at this chaos, um, uh, what do you call it, emblem, or, or I guess that's what you would call it in your uh, Mardi Gras guide. And it seems like it would make a great ring. That seemed like that would be a great throw. No, there have been,
1: yeah, been crews that have done that, yeah. Each you year, it? everybody looks for something new, and if you could come up with a you know something that would replace the doubloon or the bead or the cup, you'd be a millionaire.
0: Do people, uh, I know the last couple of times I rode, unless it was pearls, they weren't interested at all, and even at that point, they're pretty picky about the pearls. Do people even pick up beads anymore, regular not, beads? Not as
1: much as they once did. They, they like plush items. Lighted items are still big but uh, some, each year somebody c- tries to come up with a new item and maybe we'll see something we haven't seen before
0: yeah you just you just feel like yelling I'm paying for this you know I paid for these <laughs> whether well, you could at least pick them up maybe. that hurts your feelings right. it hurts your feelings <laughs> you're throwing it they don't even look at you it just hits them at the feet and it's like I don't care about that thank you Arthur <laughs> happy Mardi right, Gras. we'll talk to you, you. tomorrow you're- Arthur Hardy editor publisher of the Mardi Gras guide we'll come back it's time to talk to Dr Brent wall